Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Say it, Jasper. What comes after, what comes after 151? 156. That's the spirit. <laughs> but that's not the actual quote from the movie, from the show. What comes, what comes after 79? 76. No, it's, no, no, it's, it's 75. Yes, yeah, 76. That's the spirit. They're playing tic-tac-toe on the, on the chair. Well, if you guessed it correctly, you've tuned in to episode number 151 of the Standing Brothers Show. Thank you guys so much for clicking on this episode. Um, and if you've made it past that bad intro and my annoying voice, you're in for um, not much better. It's not going to get much better. So It's all downhill from here. It's all downhill from here. Um, the fact that we are still falling um, from episode one is, is, is pretty immaculate, to say the least. But, Joe, how has your weekend been? Have you had a good weekend, bad weekend? Give us all all of the details. It's been... I need, I need a play-by-play of every waking <laughs> second of your life, including inhale, exhaling. Well, I can't I can't give you that because uh, I plead the fifth. I mean, it's, those, that information has been redacted. Um, but the weekend's been fine. I, you know, was, I've done some fun stuff today. But you know what? I, that's not important right now. What's more important is we get into these... Uh, these big, big topics. We gotta get into the, the headlines. We gotta get into the news. Gotta talk about the things that happened and the things that didn't happen, and some of the cringe, and some of the, uh, I guess the um, questioning of humanity. Uh, yes, and the I told you show the I told you so's. The I told you shows. Yeah, that too, that too. Um, did you see that Dr. Fauci was saying that be 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 ready for the next Omicron strand coming through? Who's Fauci? Yeah, I don't know. Fauci apparently, who? he made a return because um, apparently, COVID cases are supposed to start rising again. Because you know, we, we can't now that the whole now that people are stopped caring about um, Russia and Ukraine, they're like they're they're done with it. We're we're, we're still pretending that this is still a, a big deal. <coughs> um, Fauci came out and said that hey, just be ready for more lockdowns and um, restrictions again. But we're going into summer. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. The fact that Winter one person is over. The fact that one person can get sick means that you can't do anything fun. That's that's just that's is, just. Is anybody still listening to Fauci? Is he still doing interviews? Well, I mean, look, I'm pulling up the New York Times here. I'm having to use Google to find the New York Times, but here we go. So the New York Times is reporting that uh, cases right now are approaching all time lows. Like we are. We are we are getting there. Like if you go look at the at the three month chart here for cases, um, we really cannot get much better as far as cases go. And even if you look at deaths for that matter, um, we are just still on a good trajectory down towards zero, um, which is a good thing. You know, we, we should be celebrating the fact that less people are getting sick, less people are dying from this thing. But uh, unfortunately, we're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Not a lot. I just thought unless you're Joe Biden and you declare victory over it, that's what that, that's when you can. I, I didn't think anybody even cared about this anymore. Some people like, like whenever your reputation and your spotlight in the media um, rests upon it, you'll find every way to get bet yourself back out there. But okay, so for um, for most people, you know, all the mandates and restrictions and whatnot has been dropped, and. People that were kind of, you know, on the fence who are who are willing to listen to the experts who were just like, well, this is what we're supposed to do. Didn't question anything. Weren't very uh, pro mask, weren't 
anti-master, just like, okay, whatever's what we got to do now. For those people who are now living as it was, you know, like in 2019, to hear Fauci coming out and saying, oh, we haven't seen him in, in months and months because of the Russia thing, and now he's saying prepare for lockdown, lockouts or lockdowns again, it's like, what? Yeah, who's uh, actually well, listening who, to this? Who, who's listening? No, no one. No one's waiting with bated breath to see what Fauci's going to say on Meet the Press. No one cares anymore. It's very, very true. Very, very true. Um, yeah. So we have COVID looming, and we'll keep you up to date on anything that happens there. Um, some stupid things are still going on, like there's many concert venues and concert halls that are requiring. Um, the proof of negative tests and vaccines and stuff like that. So it's still very, I think that there's still a few venues here in Atlanta that are still requiring, which is like, I am ready to get back to <clears throat> music again, going and seeing shows live again. Cause it's been, well, the only concert I've seen, the only real concert I've seen since COVID happened was rancid and dropkick Murphy's back. in that was great. September, the great show. Um, but that's really been about it as far as real concerts go. So, um, I am kind of taking the position that if you're going to make me show papers to go see a show, I'm not really interested. Um, and that doesn't care who the artists I'm going to see. I don't care who or how popular. Um, the fact that you can go to sporting events um, without a care in the world, but I got to go show and I, I got to show papers to go to a concert. It's uh, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. Um, <clears throat> so we'll keep the date with COVID. But something, something big happened last night um, that... I actually, uh, I try to keep up to date with, with the Grammys and with the music awards because I the just, music. yes, with the music, because I think that, um, out of all the arts right now, I think music is the last thing I'm kind of holding on to. There's somewhat decent, um, music being made, even though not very, very little of it gets recognized by the Academy, which is, which is fine. Like, uh, it's the way it's always it's been. It's the, the way it's always been, right? <clears throat> if every... If um if all the best records won Grammys, then the, they wouldn't be the ones that actually ended up winning it. So, but nevertheless, like, did the Beatles actually win any Grammys? Or yeah, no, no. Um, but <clears throat> um, I, I try to keep up update with it. Oscars, I really don't care about, and you oh, probably feel the same frick about because the I think that um, at least with art, um, at least with music. This might just be my own personal thing, but I can look past the pretentiousness of a musician because I think to a certain degree it kind of comes with the territory more so than an actor um, because an actor really? – well, no, here's the thing. <clears throat> with an actor, you're faking it the whole time, right? Whereas – You're pretending. Yes. You're, 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 you're pretending to be something that you're not and you want me to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. That doesn't mean you can't show appreciation for someone's acting ability. I'm not saying that, but I think it's different um, whenever you go up there and if you're if you win um, album of the year for for case in point, which is like usually the biggest award they give out as album of the year. Um, I think that <clears throat> has a lot more merit than than um, like actor or actress of the year um, <clears throat> because it's the art that you created. Um, how, I don't know. Music just people, feels. How many people are actually listening to albums these days? Uh, probably Versus just the hits. Probably the not singles. a lot. I mean, I'm an album guy. I am an album guy. You know, nothing against singles. I think singles are fine. It's a single song, stand on its own, whatever. Um, but for me, I like listening to a complete project and a complete work. 
And that's usually what I judge things off of is just, okay, was this album really, really good? Um, you know, a, an album can have a lot of really good songs in it. Um, but if it's full of five or six duds, I'm probably not going to be like more lukewarm on the pro project. But Grammys, I, you know, I'm more of a, always been more of a music guy than a movie guy. Um, but, you know, I watch, I, 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 I didn't watch the Grammys cause I, I don't hate myself that much, but I, you know, I kept up to date with my phone, just kind of kept up to date with who was, um, winning and stuff. And, you know, you had some big winners and I kind of want to go over some of the big winners and, um, a, a speeding bullet that we all dodged just because of the sake of, um, if, if this person won this award, I was going to lose all faith in humanity. Um, so um, record of the year, um, Silk Sonic, Libby Deropin, that's fine. It's a good album. <clears throat> um, um, so Olivia Rodrigo won um, with Sour for pop vocal album of the year. I thought that was a pretty good record. Best new artist, she also won as well. Um, so here's the, um, wait, we, we keep going down. Song of the year was Libby Deropin again. Um, Tony Bennett, <clears throat> oldest person ever win a Grammy at 95. With his record with Lady Gaga, which I have not listened to yet, but I've heard very good things about it. Um, I think that it's a very unusual pairing of um, artists, but it seems to do very well. Everything that I've heard about it has been good. Um, but we, we, can, we can keep scrolling down. Hold on. The one thing that scared me. Oh, um, Dream Theater won Best Metal Performance for The Alien, which I did not think. I don't think The Alien. I mean, I'm happy they you know won something, but. I don't think the alien was a is not even like middle of the road as far as Dream Theater's catalog goes. Well, that that I had a really hard time. <laughs> I'm listening saying that to the, that song, that song. I I listen. I've, I just had a hard time listening to the to their new music that that they recently released. I just have a hard time listening to it. I'm trying to. It's f- not saying that it's bad. I just. It's just. It that, was not my favorite. It's not my favorite. <laughs> it's not, not my favorite. And you know, I I was watching some of their live performances. You know, here recently. And it just looks stale. Like it sounds good, but it just looks stale. But did, did you see that they're cl- uh, they're uh, closing their shows with the Count of Tuscany? That's, oh, are they now? That's really okay, cool. That I they haven't work. they haven't played that song in like twelve years, I think. Yeah, it's no. it's, it's their best uh, epic song. Uh, I think I, it is. It's it's okay. It's my favorite of their twenty minute plus epics, but I wouldn't say it's their best one. I think well, which that... one's better? You think? Octavarium? Octavarium's pretty good. Octavarium's um, good. Change of Seasons. Um, mm. so Illumination Theory is also very good. See, the the self-titled Dream Theater album is just, it's it's very, it's just, it's very safe. But I do like the, uh, I like the back half of that yeah. record. I think it's good. I'm trying to find it, what category it was. But Wait, did Louis C.K. win it? Yeah, Louis C.K. won. I, I, I had to do a double take on that one. Um, so What are you looking for? I'm looking for country, the country performance. I think it's contemporary. Cru- no, is it all the way down here in the best gospel? Best. I surely it's dead not. air. <laughs> dead, <laughs> dead air. Um, best bluegrass album. They still yeah, make they those? still give out bluegrass records. And here we go. Okay, so best country song. Um, uh, Chris Stapleton ended up winning it fine. I think out of all the, uh, I am not look. Cold. I would much rather listen to trap music than I would modern country music. I think that there's more. You mean um, farm emo? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I I much rather listen to trap than listen to um country. Listen to modern country. 
But Chris Stapleton, I will say, is probably one of the only redeeming artists out there that's actually making um, good country music. Good country music. I think that sticks to the roots of the genre. Because um, I was, I saw a, um, a a commercial for the for the CMA, the Country Music Awards, and they were showing all the big artists, and he is the only one that actually looks like he performs country. Yeah, country and, western and, and sings about western and sings about the actual. Everyone else just looks like generic pop stars. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, um, Fancy Like by Walker Hayes was nominated, and I saw the nomination. I'm like, I'm like, if this wins, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I think we that, might have to throw the switch on humanity. That song is so horrible. And, and look, I've heard a lot of bad music, for a lot of really, really bad music in my life. But that honestly might have to be one of the worst possible songs I've ever heard in my life. And, and, and if you like it and you're offended, I do not apologize for that. I think it's a trash. Um, They're trash. still defending that. I I have heard better. Um, I have I have heard better indie music that um, has been recorded on a single microphone in a closet with all the people. I've I've heard, I've heard much better. No budget music out there than that. Um, the the why is there a trap beat over a song about um, getting fancy at the Applebee's and um, um, sharing milkshakes with a significant other and um, it, 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 one step above just partying up in, in the Walmart parking lot. Um, <laughs> I I can't. So whenever I saw it was nominated, I've heard the song up too many times to write. And it, trust, trust me, it is not by um, choice that I've heard this song. But I was watching this one guy who I like on YouTube a lot, does a lot of music stuff. <clears throat> he was he was listening to it for the first time and was like, do people actually enjoy this? Like, he's honestly con- concerned if people really enjoy the um, getting down at the Applebee's and partying so up I have in, a, in the Walmart parking lot. I have a theory about this song that I just came up with right now. <laughs> that this song, he was contracted out by Applebee's to write this song. Uh, as a promotional um, thing for like a conference they did with the Applebee's franchise owners, and that was a way to kind of get the meeting started, and then it leaked from there, and it, went, it got blew up on the TikTok, and then it turned into a, this uh, phenomenon that should have been uh, aborted. But um, look, <clears throat> you can sing about cringy lyrics. Like country music for the past 30, some 20 years has been nothing but just cringy lyrics. There's very, very few country songs out there. Um, and yes, that, 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 that's including everybody, um, that I find just, I find extremely cringe worthy. Um, the fact that I can go on to YouTube and just find compilations of this, <laughs> um, it means that we have something is very, very wrong with modern country music. And, um, I don't know how to fix it. I think that, you, I think that we have, they have this bubble right now of these, um, crimes against humanities of um in com- combining um uh, trap music with the uh, country music um which again if you want to combine you know elements of hip-hop into something okay cool, go for it there's many bands that have done this very well that have combined hip-hop into other things it's been done rage death, against though. the machine has th- 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 it's been done and it's been done well and it's been done very very bad um you can look at um been done well in the case of rage against the machine and done very badly in the case of um limp biscuit um, there's, there's very good and bad. Or Kid Rock. Yeah, well, uh, Kid Rock, gosh, what a, just a walking meme, just a walking, just uh, embarrassment. I, I, 
you know, I, I, I have not listened to, the, to his new record. I'm probably going to at some point just so I can see how bad it is. Um, but Country Trap, did anybody ask for that? Look, because Country – look, here's the thing. It, 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 white young men love country music um, for some reason. For some reason, uh, maybe maybe they can – maybe because it's – they they write such pandering uh, lyrics. Um, and, I, and I'm not – People are like, oh, Jacob, they sing more about than just trucks and and uh, and getting down in the cornfields. Um, no, they they don't. I've 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 watched multiple reviews. I've listened to multiple um, tracks, and that's pretty much what it all boils down to. And people are like, oh, Jacob, uh, you like metal music? That's about violence and about um, anti-establishment stuff. Um, that's all they. Are, that's all they. That's all they. Are, that's all they ever talk about. Um, true. Yes, but uh, um, you're gonna sit there and you're gonna compare um, uh, true anti-establishment lyrics, which can go many different ways, um, to um, partying it up at the Walmart parking lot in my lifted Ford um, F-150, um, I'm, and getting fancy like Applebee's. Uh, nothing about Applebee's um, is fancy or highbrow. Or, or, yeah, and the fact that you have to um, tell me that it's highbrow. Um, is an instant indicator that it's not. Um, so I can immediately write you off as um, trying to. Um, what's the? It's the glorification of, unsoph- of unsophistication. Well, it's and, well, it's the country uh, gigafilter where you where you put, you insert Applebee's and out comes Downton Abbey. <laughs> That's what they think. It oh, is. I'll have the I'll have the sirloin steak, madam. Oh. <laughs> A medium rare, please. Oh, no, no, uh, no, well done, please. Uh, well done, please. And, and I'll I have, have the, a milkshake. I'll have the mashed potatoes, please, and the milkshake with a, a two straws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. And then I'll take that on the platinum. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Um, if you like the song, um, I'm, I'm sorry, and I, 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 and I will pray for you. I, I, I will pray for you. Um, leave a so leave a prayer request in the um, in a comment. I'll light a candle, and we will light a candle and we'll pray for you because I um, I can get people liking um, hip hop and liking trap music. I'm not a big fan of um, uh, newer hip hop. Not a big fan of trap music, especially. Um, but I can understand the appeal behind, it and I can understand um, people liking it. Um, but I, I can't get. Well, I, I cannot get the the uh, Walmart parking lots. Driving my big truck over top of a trap beat. I, I, I just can't. And I and I don't – maybe it's because you've just combined two genres that I like and um, I can relate to the fact that um, my self-worth is um, summed up in, in how how tall my uh, my um, lifted truck is. Maybe you can find something in there. Um, but well, I, I, I personally think that the trap country is the ultimate bastardization of the medium of entertainment that is music. Dang. Because um, it, it, you're taking two elements of, of really, of just the worst elements of music. Country, which is a newer, like bro country. Yeah, it's like the rap, the Florida Georgia line. And the Luke Bryant, whatever. Bro country. And you combine that with like uh, like Little Nas and this. Um, little Nas is not trap, though. Little Baby? No, Little, little Nas X is not trap. What is he then? He's like he's like modern. He's not trap though. Trap is a certain sound of hip hop. Okay, so I, I don't know a, any yeah. trap artist by trap name. Is I don't certain, to the trash. Look, so look, trap is a certain sound of hip hop. It's a very distinct 
with the with with like the very like cicada hit yes. hi hat. Yes, I hear it all um, the time. And like the very just echoey, spacious kind of instrumentals and the mis- and, the, and uh, drenched, the lack of pronunciation of words drenched in auto tune. Which again, I I think that you know I, I auto tune is fine for certain genres as like a styling. Um, I think you can use auto tune as certainly like like putting like distortion on someone's voice like okay can it can be a cool but that's not auto-tune that's just that's different no but i'm saying though is that if you use auto-tune as an effect like how daft punk uses auto-tune as okay. an effect okay. right it's an effect it's an aesthetic or if you are a um like a rock band and you want to put distortion or like fuzz or something on the singer's voice to make it sound like it's like gritty, gritty. yeah okay. yeah I, I i see those two things as the same thing as stylistically um but whenever it, it it's it's the entire, um, and that's it. it it's, it's it's just that I, I I find it lazy, and I, it'd be like if you use the same if you use the same guitar tone for everything, right? It's kind of the same thing for me. Very fun, very lame. But thankfully, um, this uh, fancy like did not win, and um, hopefully this song will fade into exist to into the ether and be forgotten forever. Oh, it will be. Um, as well as all these other songs out here. Um, that most of these country songs can be forgotten about. Um, I, I just had to mention the fact that this almost won. Like, this was this, this, this could have won. I don't know the rest of these. I don't know this Chris Tableton song or this Thomas Rhett song, um, nor do I care to. Um, I have my, my Spotify playlist cannot be, or my recently played on Spotify cannot be um, tainted by this because I'm trying to keep it pristine and um, high quality only. Um, for everybody so yeah that's the um grammys but something else happened you're missing steely dan on your in your list i don't i don't like steely dan i don't like them i find them just bland and plain and the most generic dad rock ever i don't hate them i just don't find the appeal behind them i just don't get it i don't get steely dan missing like like how i don't get abba what for a guy who hates Formulaic music, oh my gosh, whenever they hear ABBA come on and they, they play the same um, drum pattern in three or four chords over and over again, you just you seem to lose your crap over that. <laughs> but if you play I- I- anything else that's like um, electronic or pop from like from like 2005 or later, you're like, oh, it's just – it's only four chords. It's the same drum pattern the whole time it's over trash. again. <laughs> it's trash. You can't, you can't dislike ABBA. I don't okay. dislike them. I just don't. It's a super Swedish pop group from Sweden. You can't. You can't dislike them. I don't. I like I said. I don't hate them. I just don't get them. I they don't. They are revolutionary in the in the arena of pop music, Jacob. I'm, I, I don't think you understand this. What part that I that I disagree with you with? The 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 part where you dislike them. Okay, whatever. So, um, if if seeing all your favorite stars, like if seeing, um. If seeing John Lennon, um, so John, I almost said John Lennon. Would that be something? If 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 John Lennon came on the stage, yeah, what? They, Whoa! Yeah, they dragged that corpse out of hell. No, but what would happen is like, and our and our next guest is John Lennon, and then you just hear Imagine start playing, and he walks out. People, people, people would would, would lose their crap. They probably say, "Who is that?" Oh, I know that song because all those, all those, uh, all, all those celebrities sang it when we're talking about we gotta, you know, embrace the lockdowns. We're all in this together. Yoko would have no idea what's going on. Um, so she probably just scream. Look, so if seeing John Legend 
and Olivia Rodrigo and Silk Sonic. Trevor Noah. And Trevor Noah and and Little Nas X and all these great artists and BTS because apparently was there. Also glad that BTS did not win because um, I feel that if they if they won anything, it'd be only just giving in to the fact they're massively popular and not because they actually write quality music. Like I don't hate the song Butter, um, but I think it is just the I I I just I, I don't. I've heard it before. I I I don't. I find it just very mind numbing. Um, and, and very generic um, electronic pop music. So don't hate them, but I, I guess because there's this, this whole wing of K-pop people on Twitter that just descend upon people and cancel them, um, I don't I don't want to give them it's any the bait. It's the BTS ARMY, I think it is, because they, they went after Matt Walsh a while, ago, a while ago because he wasn't a fan of BTS. Yeah, so they went after... I, I, I just don't like giving that crowd in any sort of which you can attack us i really don't care because i will not apologize yeah i won't apologize i don't i do not not like bts i don't like i don't get k-pop i I just i just don't i don't understand it um but uh, yeah if seeing all those people were not enough we had a special guest from the one the only president vladimir Zelensky. yes did you forget his name yes everybody's favorite president look so when the whenever the whenever the history books are written and they and they poll Americans. Your favorite president? They're gonna be like Abraham Lincoln. Right on, man. It's a good pick. John F. Kennedy. Okay. FDR. Yes, it's a great pick. Barack Obama, the saint. Vladimir Zelensky. Awesome. Wait. Right on, brother. Wait. Was he a U.S. president? No. But we don't care. We love Zelensky. We don't really know why. Um, apparently, he's brave. And that's a reason enough, um, or the fact that he's not Putin. Um, here well, we go. Cool here we go. Say he's cool. Zelensky is popular because he's not Putin. That's it. That's the reason why. It's the reason why we love him. We love Zelensky because he's not Putin. Um, and that's he could he, he could literally be anybody else. He could he could have an army of um, Nazis, and we would still love him. Why? Because he's not Putin. Oh wait, he kind of does. So. <laughs> So Zelensky made a special meeting or a special appearance at the Grammys, and I was um, on Pitchfork. I was on – they had coverage of it, and they were kind of updating on what was going on, and then I checked uh, the New York Times had a running thing. I was just – because I didn't want to watch it because I just don't care enough to watch it, but I want to see who ended up winning the awards. And um, they said that um, Zelensky made a um, special message to the, to the Grammys. And I'm like, wait, what? I, I thought it was a joke at first. I, I didn't believe it. And then I had to, I had, I had to go click on it some more and uh, figure out what was going on. So <laughs> during music's biggest night, this is coming from CBS. So you know, CBS cares. Um, during during music's big biggest night, John Legend in the Recording Academy took a took time to honor the victims of the current war in Iraq or not in Iraq in, in Ukraine. Um, uh, talking about the um, dead Nazis on the Ukraine side, I'm pretty sure they're uh, they honor those. Maybe um, President Vl- Vladimir Zelensky spoke to the crowd in a pre-recorded message from Ukraine, where he told the crowd the importance of music and the ongoing support for Ukraine. He said, "The war doesn't let us choose who survives and who stays in eternal silence." He said, "Our musicians wear body armor instead of tuxedos. They sing to the wounded in the hospitals, even to those who can't hear them. But the music will break through anyways." Wow, that, that's deep. 
He says, um, we defend our freedom to live, to love, to sound on our land. We are fighting Russia, which brings horrible silence with its bombs. Fill the silence with your music. Fill it today. Tell our story. Tell the truth about this war on your social media networks and on TV, but not silence. Wow. You know, um, it is interesting. It's very interesting that he says defending our freedom, um, you know, the great bastion of freedom that is, uh, you know, the Ukraine, Ukraine. And um, tell the truth about this war. Right. Tell the truth um, because you have to in Ukraine because uh, Zelensky bans dissidents. That's right. Um, if you have a dissenting opinion on the Ukrainian government, you're silenced. So, um, yeah, wanting the freedom. He's fighting for the freedom, the great democracy, the great bastion of liberty that is Ukraine. Um, so much so that they're jailing and they are banning dissidents and opposition press. Um, so make sure you guys tell the truth or else, you know, you kind of have to tell the truth or whatever they say the truth is, because if you don't, you get um, censored, you get uh, deplatformed from Twitter and all the other such. We haven't we haven't faced any criticisms. I mean, look, I think that, you know, we've hit three channel strikes or three attacks on our, on our YouTube channel from uh, uh, from Google when it came to covid stuff. And I think I've been more. uh blunt about ukraine than i have covid but you know they have i guess i guess you can't fall under the guise of um um, some medical misinformation there's not like an established institution um as far as the cdc for warfare warfare, i guess because i guess the the fog of war keeps things kind of in mystery that they have to have like plausible plausible like deniability for everything there uh you can't just have a a a, 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 um government agency basically make the narrative and then that has to be followed by everybody else because well, I mean, so do. many different reports are coming. Yeah, but like it's not the same as, as when well, the CDC says something, it's a little different than when Joe Biden says something. That's what I'm trying to say. In the eyes of like big tech and censorship. I don't think so because whenever Biden or uh, Saki uh, says something about the war, uh, everyone in the media just repeats it. Yes, and that is the that is the official dogma of the the line that must be towed for anyone who comments on the situation with Russia Ukraine. So I mean, yes, you might not get banned from the Tweety for saying things like your Jen Psaki is dumb or and Joe Biden's lying, or she's or she's not a real person, saying that Zelensky might be you know might not be all he's cracked up to be. You may not get banned for that, but it's the 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 propaganda is the same. You know, there was interesting he said, too. He said in the recording that um, this is indeed a genocide. The elimination of an entire nation and the people. Referring to Ukraine. So he's saying that uh, um, what's going on what's going on in Ukraine right now is a genocide. And that we should be outraged by that. Um, but, you know, it, it's funny. John Legend um, never played a song or never had a moment of silence or never had a moment of... Um, um, so like reflection and uh, awareness, and awareness, and and um, so remembrance of the um, genocide that the U.S. caused in Yemen or any other nation in the Middle East and across the world. Um, funny, funny we didn't do that. Also, I do find it funny um, that he they mentions the word genocide and elimination of an entire nation of people. So basically, targeting um, people based upon their ethnicity, um, ethnicity or their. Um, 
identification with a certain nation. Um, it's just funny, you know, the ethnic Russians in the Donbass region, you know, whenever he shelled them for many, many years, um, for, for, for merely, um, identifying as a Russian and not wanting to be a part of Ukraine. Um, he tried to kill all of them for many, many years and we turned a blind eye and, um, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't see, I did not remember John Legend playing a song for the Russians in the Donbass region whenever Zelensky was shelling them. Interesting. Um, this also, you know, this just goes to show that, um, we only care about this because it's hip and trendy to care about, uh, Ukraine, what's going on. Um, and for anyone else out there who's like, Jacob, you're being insensitive. Oh my gosh. You're, there's, he's, he's trying to rally his people against the evil Vladimir Putin. And they're just trying to play a song for the, for the, for the innocent refugees. Uh, cool. Um, you know, they didn't play a song for the ethnic Russians in the Donbass region, probably because, you know. Um, the media didn't tell them to care about it, or maybe it's because they don't really, they don't, they, they don't really give a flying crap about what's going on in Ukraine, but they have to, um, seem cool and hip and trendy because, you know, um, some person on TikTok told them that, that, you know, Putin's evil. So you have to, you have to, um, have to be, a, you know, against that. You have to be, you, you gotta come out and play an entire song, um, for the people of Ukraine. I'm, 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 I'm assuming that John Legend made sure he put a little asterisk uh, nearby. Um, he said, I'm playing for the people of Ukraine other than the Nazis, other than the than the C-14. <laughs> Just a little asterisk. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty sure he's not doing that. Something interesting also happened with, um, with that as well is um, Putin. Not Putin, sorry. Zelensky is now calling for Putin to be, to be uh, no, sorry, Biden. That's what it was. Was it, wait, wait, was it Biden or was it, no, Zelensky, sorry, I'm all mixed up. Zelensky is the one who called um, for war crime trials and charges to be thrown against um, Putin because uh, that's hip and trendy now. It's trendy now to, to accuse war crimes. Now, is, is Putin committing war crimes? Eh, maybe. It's definitely, uh, look, I, I don't know for a fact, but is it possible? Sure, it's entirely possible that Vladimir Putin is out there committing war crimes and violating whatever Geneva Convention or whatever um, agreements we have into combat and war. Very, very possible. Um, you know, it is funny, though. Uh, I did mention the whole Donbass region, um, which you could probably also consider war crimes and just, you know, um, shelling people because they think differently than you. They don't agree with your government. Um, very progressive and very liberal of you um, for for your your what do you say he said um, fighting for freedom yeah that's right okay so um, freedom freedom rings in uh, Ukraine as long as you agree with Zelensky if you don't and you identify with Putin while living in Ukraine um, you're gonna be exiled to a certain region and shelled so just just keep that in mind whenever you um, tweet out about how much you love Ukraine and how Zelensky is this great ambassador of um, liberty for all. He is Lady Liberty, okay? Let's just be honest, okay? What they're going to do is that they're going to replace Lady Liberty and just have a picture of, like, of like Zelensky, just like a JPEG, and that's just going to be it. Um, interesting, though. But also the fact that everyone's like, oh, yeah, Putin and war crimes? Definitely. I think Biden's something about it, too. I'm like, bro, do you own a do you own a mirror? This is this this is, this is like OJ going after um someone on the trial or somebody who's being who's being charged with a murder and being like murderer, murderer, 
Can you believe that they keep this, this, this guy's guy murdered somebody or um, or any other famous criminal? You can uh, so Jeffrey Epstein, anybody being like, oh, he's a, he's a, he's a pedo. Oh, wow. 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 wow was way to go there, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so brave of you to come out and say, um, do you want a mirror by the chance? Um, I do find that funny. Um, I, I do find the fact that we are now accusing Putin of um, uh, of uh, war crimes while we just uh, committed war crimes. And um, the fact that uh, Zelensky has been doing it, too. Uh, it's it's like who who are we to sit who are we to sit here and uh, tell other countries what they're doing? This is this is like whenever Biden tried to go to China and talk to President um, G. No, it's like it's President um, 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 Eleven and be like, you know, you have all of these crimes against humanity in your nation. And President Eleven's like. Don't you literally have like protesting in the streets because cops are like killing unarmed black people and you have a whole social justice issue right now going on there? Why don't you why don't you worry about your country first and get your crap in order? You have cities on fire um, because of what happened with George Floyd and all, and all the rest. Uh, why don't you get that in order before you start, you know, pointing lecturing out, us. lecturing us about our problems? Which, I mean, look, China has their issues. <laughs> um, if you're taking this away as me saying that uh, Russia's perfect and China's perfect. Uh, no, they're both very, very bad uh, countries led by very um, not desirable people, to say the very least. Um, but um, this is like Mussolini pointing out Hitler saying, <laughs> you're evil, dude. <laughs> Stop it. Stop being. Why are you so bad? Yeah. Be less bad. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if we're going to throw around the, the phrase war criminal, then, you know, then like every president since, I don't know, like uh, Truman could be labeled as a war criminal or every president of any major country that has engaged in warfare has at one point or another killed innocents or done things to harm innocent people. It's happened. It's called warfare. And that's not me excusing it. But it's not just it's not just this phrase that you can throw out throughout willy nilly like racism. That's what it's, what it's it's what it's become now. And if we're gonna if we're gonna go if we're gonna play that game, fine. Let's play that game. Then Congolese Kongole, um, Condoleezza Rice, uh, Colin Powell, George Bush, uh, Clinton, um, uh, Trump, Obama, all of them. They're all war criminals. Uh, John Kerry, you can throw all of them in, in jail for war crimes. So if we're gonna play that game, let's play it fairly. Let's play it honestly. But other than that, it's just empty. It's just empty words. I think I think Biden had also said that uh, uh, things that Putin was were doing was war crimes as, as well. He should be brought up on charges on war crimes. And it's like, yeah, we all know that probably ain't gonna happen. You're telling us nothing new. <laughs> so anyway, um, I you know I don't know I don't know what else there is to say about the whole Russia Ukraine thing until something fundamentally changes yeah wasn't there didn't they try to meet and it fell through or something yeah. I, I i i don't know um apparently the media is telling us that uh, ukraine's that russia's in retreat or something that they're backing off a of kiev or something I, I don't know i don't know um to to think that again to think that ukraine is going to win um you're being you're being foolish um that, that now that doesn't mean now again a victory for me to be proven wrong, you'd have to exhaust 
Russia and Russia would have to surrender. Like that, that to me is me being like, oh, Jacob, you were wrong about that. If Russia's like, oh no, they've, 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 they've exhausted and overpowered all of our resources. We can't, we can't fight back anymore. We have to surrender. We have to retreat. Um, that's different um, than just uh, Russia pulling out because uh, they just, they just want to. Um, but if anything else happens other than that, then I was right. So I am definitely playing the odds on this one. <laughs> you gonna playing the roulette wheel. I'm playing the roulette wheel. I'm playing. I'm playing the odds. It's, it's like it's like it's like a a roulette wheel, and all the slots are black, but one's red. And I'm like, you know, what I'm doing. I'm doing black. <laughs> wow, um, bold. Such a bold move, Jacob. So, did you want to get into uh, the uh, the abomination that we saw last night? Yeah, dude, we can talk about it. Um, we I don't know if you talk about the whole Hunter Biden uh, situation. We can. I'll touch on that. Um, You know, the New York Times came out and said that basically it's true. The Hunter Biden laptop is real. The laptop from hell. Laptop from hell was true, which um, does does that surprise anybody? No, of course not. I was I found I saw a montage of uh, when this story first broke from the daily from the uh, the uh, New York Post and how it was censored from. Uh, Twitter and from everything you couldn't post it on, on the Tweety because Tweety decided that you know it's mis- it's Russian misinformation, and there's this whole montage of uh, everyone knew exactly the moment that this story leaked that that uh, Hunter Biden did nothing wrong, nothing was illegal. Joe Biden did nothing wrong. There was nothing. There's no illegality in anything that happened, and that was a story for uh, over like 560 something days, I think it was, and then the then the New York Times just throws out there oh yeah by the way um yeah this the story was true Every, you know the people on the right got it right oh anyway moving on now that the election's over yeah and now and now that our guy is in the office oh yeah by the we'll way tell you the truth it, it, yeah that all was true that all really happened um it just it, look this just goes to show that for people out there who was like oh well you know what lester holt said this thing is not true he discredited it we have to, it is we have to believe it it's have to be true they had a a cia expert on or they had a, a a national intelligence person who went on and said this looks like russian disinformation well you know the intelligence community has never been wrong the experts joe had never been wrong so we have to believe them this goes, this goes for covid this goes for ukraine just just because a security or a national security expert goes on and says this looks fake. This seems like Russian disinformation to sway voters. We cannot believe we have to censor this story. And then, you know, the New York Times to come out and be like, oh, yeah, the whole New York Post um, thing that we helped uh, take down and censor. Yeah, and it, uh, and it kind of happened. Yeah. So, like, when these experts like James Clapper and uh, John Brennan are saying that, you know, um, you know, there's nothing to, nothing to see here, even though that they have lied under oath before Congress— about uh, the things that the intelligence community does to the American people that uh, we I all know are true, but they all deny. I can't believe James Clapper e- even has a, a platform anymore. I, I, who, who, that has two brain cells to rub together, can be like James Clapper, honest man, and we need his opinion on this and this issue. Um, whenever he lied to Congress under oath. Go on YouTube. You can find it. Lied to Congress about the NSA spying program. 
the very thing that's keeping um, um, Snowden in, in in exile right now, and basically has a has you know that if, if, if look if the U.S. catches Snowden, he's dead. You know, good and well that there's a team out there who's like, Joe, if we have the shot, can we take it? Like you know, or can we? Um, will Snowden be you know bench pressing and will, will the will the weights fall on his neck, <laughs> um, kind of thing? Um, he was uh, shot in the back of the head seven times, ruled suicide. You know, yeah. s- something like that's going to end up happening. He beat him so with the head with a baseball. Yeah, he, blunt force trauma. We're, we're the man cut his own arms off. We're ruling it a suicide. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I can't believe that. Especially in, in John Brennan too, the guy who lumped in uh, Christian cons- it was Christian conservatives, Republicans, Trump voters, um, terrorists, and libertarians all together. We're like all national security. We're like yeah, we're all national security risks. Um, he, no, sorry, he labeled Trump supporters, KKK, and libertarians together. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because yeah, libertarians of all people. Support the KKK. Support the KKK, yeah. Um, the fact that we have infighting about who's um, the least racist among us, yeah, tr- trust me. Uh, mm, whew, the, the amount of autism that they're having in our group when it comes to crap like that, it, it's amazing. Um, but, y- you know, I the whole Hunter Biden thing, it's all coming out. It's all coming true. Um, and, you know, will there be any prosecution? Probably not because it was too late, you know. And no one really cares. In fact, the fact that they had to bury the story, and the only reason I'm hearing about it is because of um, people like a Glenn Greenwald are the only reasons why I'm hearing about it because uh, because he wrote a whole piece on it. So you know, um, the fact that the fact that the uh, New York Times tried to label Matt Gates as a um, sex trafficker, and then they literally covered up a story about. Uh, Hunter Biden, who who supposedly had some cheese pizza on his computer, um, yeah, yeah, mm, woo, it's it's not a good look. It's not, it's not a good look there, buddy boy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the stories I want to talk about. Um, I did did I did mention, but uh, the Grammys had a nice thing for Taylor Hawkins, who passed away. Um, you know, I am not the most well versed in, in the Foo Fighters catalog, but. Since his death, I did the I did the hip and trendy thing to do and just listen to the music. Um, it kind of gives me a reason to. Um, but you know, they're you know, one of the great uh, just just solid just solid rock bands of the of the um, post two thousands. You can you honestly, um, there there are few bands I think out there that have just I think that have have gotten out of that grunge because you had you know you had the hair metal the grunge era of the nineties and then you had this weird horrible 2000s rock that i just i despise well like nickelback yeah like nickelback like limp biscuit like bands that, that like was new metal though yeah but still like the general umbrella of rock i just i i, I despise like creed all these just terrible these terrible rock bands from the 2000s um foo fighters are one of the ones who actually come out of that and then still just phenomenal um taylor hawkins you know you know drummer for foo fighters passed away um, the two, two, three, two, three, two or three weeks ago, and Foo Fighters won a bunch of uh, Grammys, which was kind of cool. But they had a nice little tribute for him. Um, the one thing I always remember about Taylor Hawkins is, um, uh, for Rush's induct for Rush's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins were the ones who inducted them, which is kind of cool because, you know, those were their idols. Those are the guys that, you know encouraged them and made them want to pick up instruments and learn to play 
uh, especially with both of them being you know so world you know so world class drummers. Uh, it, it's uh, it's kind of cool to see they could you know induct Neil Peart into the Hall of Fame is just kind of like a, of course of, of it course full it was, circle it comes full circle you know of course you know Dave Grohl one of the biggest drummers in the in the world and probably most well known and you know one of the best to ever to ever pick up a pair of sticks uh, you know it's just it's just cool that's what I always remember uh, Taylor Hawkins for is that. Uh, and of course, you know the music they made is will always be there forever as well. They had a nice little tribute for him. I thought that was thought that was cool, cool little tribute for him. Um, yeah, that's cool. I've never been a fan. Of Foo you Fighters. would like him. I think the I think that I think that you would like Foo Fighters if you honestly listened to him and, and, and uh, gave him a chance because they're not. You don't like that. You don't like the real indie. Uh, no, I rock. hate it. And they're they're not that. They're like hard. They're. I've tried listening to it. It's just not for me. I think I think you would like it if you just give it a shot. You have to open your mind and and see things beyond what you can see. No, because I really I I really enjoy uh, what you would call hair metal. I don't hate hair metal, but I, Joe, there 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 was a lot of good bands from that era um, that get that get always get overlooked because of bands like Poison and Motley Crue. And uh, what's the other another one? Joe, like, uh, maybe Rat. Joe, what part of this? <laughs> this that's Nitro. This had to be stopped. Can, you, can, Look at this. Can, this you had to you be... are looking at the outlier. No, you are looking. Okay, no Nitro. Okay, this is why grunge had to happen because we had to kill this. If grunge did, if grunge did not happen, we would have had years and years of this. Oh. It only would have gotten worse. I'm sorry. We we had to stop Nitro. We bands like bands like Nitro are what happens whenever you reach peak. All right, so you know how we're at like everything's trap now. Mm-hmm. That's how it was back then. Everything was just yeah, <laughs> and just and 16 bars of um of uh sweet picking. Why? Don't know. Does it add anything to the song? No. Like this 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 this, this had to be stopped. But grunge is just way too whiny. It's just it's just so whiny, and I can't I can't stand Kurt Cobain's voice. But you have to understand. I can't stand Nirvana. You had to understand. We had to stop this. There's there's something about in its simplicity that's so pretentious about grunge that it's just unbearable to me. The fact that we had to stop bands like bands like Motley Crue. I mean, yes, we, yes, we, Motley, bands like, Motley Crue. Bands was, like Motley Crue had to be stopped. Yes, we I, had. Look, this no. Yes. No, no. This Motley we Crue had... and Poison and Nitro and uh, the, those those types of bands. Yes, the, those were uh, th- those were the thorns among the roses, if I can use a, a, a pun there. Speaking about Poison, um, mm. but there were good, there were really solid bands back then. No, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that the but it got lost had, in the noise from those other we bands. had to change the landscape rock had to change and whether you like it or not it was probably for the best because but, but grunge was a was not an improvement look 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 you don't have to like grunge okay you don't have to like it, but you have to understand that grunge had to happen to stop this i mean if that's your take it's fine it's wrong but you know you can be wrong it's okay i'm not wrong i'm just i'm, I'm just now, right you can't tell me that you would you would rather would you rather listen to nirvana or would you rather listen to i don't know um let's say like white snake or Queensryche or no, 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 no. you're referring to i'm talking about 
bands that that grunge was specifically designed to stop motley crew nitro these ridiculous but hair the problem, metal bands. But, but the problem is, though, bands like Whitesnake or Queensryche or the, all these other 80s you know, bands got lumped in in the same genre yes, because, as Motley Crue. Because if you listen to Whitesnake's late catalog in the late 80s and early 90s, you're like, yes, this we have to stop this. This has gotten just too far. Like, everything is this. Like bands like um like say Europe, come on! Like it's it, it's a meme. Come come on! Come we we can't we can't continue on like this. But would you would ra- you would you okay? But would you rather on. have would you rather ha- have bands like Nirvana and the Foo Fighters and Soundgarden never exist? Yes. But have four more crap albums from bands like Motley Crue, White Snake, Europe. No, I'm I'm sorry. I would rather listen to that than 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 Pearl Jam. Well, I will, we'll see. Like, I don't like Pearl Jam. Or okay, I would rather listen to Motley Crue than have to listen to uh, Pearl or um, Foo Fighters. Nah, see, I I would disagree. I'd listen to Foo Fighters any day over over Motley Crue. No, I, there is there's one good Motley Crue song. Which one is that? Kickstart Your Heart. That's it. That's the only good Motley Crue song, and I will go to the grave on that. It's just well, the problem is though is that all the rock bands that came on the '80s. When you think about bands that are, are lesser known they got lumped in it and destroyed by grunge like acts like a dio got destroyed because of grunge well look look there were there were some unfortunate casualties definitely dio is um so one of them uh but you know uh that that isn't that isn't that doesn't make my my opinion would you rather have would you rather have dio in his prime Extended out for several more albums, or would you? Rather but you have, still did have. Or would Dio. you? Or would you rather have no. your Foo Fighters? No. So bands that were good continued making music. But but the whole bands that were the good whole, continued. The they survived. The whole industry shifted. Yes, it did. It shifted. Shifted for a good to the re- nonsense it, of Nirvana. No, no, it shifted for for the best. You have to understand this, okay? Dio survived. Dio still made great music up until he passed away. He still was the king. Of of heavy metal bands like Ozzy Osbourne survived it. Okay, the bands from the '80s that were good survived, and they went on to keep making music into the '90s, into the 2000s. Bad bands that needed to die died, and 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 that's the look. Europe, you don't you don't hear Europe going on tour anymore. You don't hear uh, Motley Crue. Oh uh, yeah, they 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 had a big tour with Def Leppard and yeah. But when's the last time the Motley Crue's made made, made a great album like 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 a, a good album? Well, exactly. Well, okay. Well, when was the last time that anyone, any rock band, had a truly, uh, like, super impactful, great album that everyone recognized and loved? Well, the uh, the 2011 Foo Fighters record was is, is pretty love wasting light. That's a pretty yeah, but, pretty but, beloved but, rock but, record. But rock and roll has been slipping for yeah, decades. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that. Just because just because it's not a just because it's not. Uh, appreciated by the mainstream does not mean that there's not good rock bands out there making great music. There, there, there are. There are great bands making great music. They just don't get the appreciation that they once did. But you can't sit there and tell me that that having another decade of of this of this right here is and it's not like it's not like they were getting better. They were getting worse. All of these bands were getting worse and worse and worse. And the fact that you had to have people who were like, why do we have men up here wearing skin-tight leather, makeup, 
and women's haircuts. Um, no, this is so, not okay, what rock okay, and roll is. Okay, so you traded that for Chad Kroger and that in that no. song "Rape Me" by Nirvana, which is not. It's just it. Chad Kroger does not sing that song. Okay, Chad Kroger. From, I, I've, I've already, from I've already Nickel- established from that two thousands rock then, was trash. <laughs> I've already established that. But but that's what we got. That's what we got. That will no, that is nine, that is what is what was not that grunge. is what was birthed out of the grunge era. No grunge grunge is grunge. There's there's, there's that's a what difference. Came, but that's what came from grunge. That's like that's like saying grunge oh, well, destroyed seven, rock and roll. No, it, it, it no this destroyed rock and roll. No grunge. Yes, did. no. This destroyed rock grunge and roll. turned it into just this whiny, sorry, just just let, let me complain about everything. And you know what this just was? This is this is pop music with with guitars. There, I said it. Motley Crue, all of these bands that you beloved, Joe, are just pop music with guitars and distorted guitars. That's all it is. Tell me this is different. Okay, you're like, oh, pop is all about just partying and having a good time and just and just get down with your friends. What the crap is Motley Crue all about? What the crap is White Snake in Europe all about? I didn't say those were is my there favorite anything, bands. Is there anything deep about about hair metal? Is there anything? Do you find a Van Halen lyric that's like, oh my gosh, this is a deep lyric. Speaking of the true emotions, this is true artistry here. Look, and I, and I love Van Halen, but you can't sit there and be like, oh my gosh, this is like such a, such a deep meaning to this song. And it's not just pop music with with guitars. Listen, come from the person who mainly listens to progressive music. Um, not every song has to be has to have the uh, deepest of meaning. Sometimes you just sing, have songs about just having a good time and having fun and doing you know whatever you want to do. That's fine. But when you have a, an entire genre that's solely devoted to speaking about you know things that are de- make you depressed, I don't want to listen to that. But you look, you had it was a response to the generation that was just everything's awesome, everything's a good time. And there was a it was like okay, it was like the shift from from 80s hardcore punk rock, which was what grunge was was lyrically, which is everything's just depressed and horrible, and then you had pop punk, skater punk, surf punk, all these other kind another, of another trash genre. Right, you had to have a response. Right, rock painted itself in a corner with this, with this glam, um, w- w- with this glam hair metal, and it had nowhere else to go. There was nowhere else to paint because they painted something in a corner. They had to go somewhere else. Same thing happened in punk, and it's, it's happening. Uh, so, uh, because they painted themselves in the corner, they decided to burn the house down. Well, where else was there to go other than this? Cause like this is this is where we were at whenever, whenever uh, Nirvana started playing in 1989, 1991. I think that's when Nirvana started to make music. This is this is where we were at. So where else where else was there to go besides the direct opposite of all of this? Where was there to go? Where? Well, I mean, I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't I don't know what else. I don't know where else they could have gone. It's a complete opposite. It's, the, it's where we had to go. Look, and I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of grunge music. I do like Nirvana. I do like some Soundgarden. But I understood that we could not continue on like this. Like, we we, we had to stop this. I'm pulling up pictures. I'm showing Joe of, of what, of what very, had to be I'm stopped. I'm very well aware of what they looked like. Um, you know, I think that's where we had to go. I think that it was honestly for the best, and I think that um, you had a lot of uh, 
a lot of great music that came out of that. Um, arguably, um, it, in, as much as you don't like them, uh, Nirvana made great records that were widely appreciated by both fans and critics. Um, and none that's just because of, and, manic depressive teenagers. And, thought, oh, it speaks to me, man. And none of these bands would have created anything. Ooh, I can wear my flannels with pride now, man. Oh, I can wear my makeup and and fake hair. Everyone would much rather live in the 1980s and the 1990s. Why is it at every pop culture sh- retro show is always set in the 80s? It's not always true. The 90s are very, very popular. Really? Yeah. Can, can, uh, out of all the movies that have come out in TV shows, they always go back to the 80s. Why is Seinfeld and Friends still just in, in, ridiculously popular? Like, like, look, I don't like Friends. I think Friends is a very overrated show. But why is it still so popular? Why is Seinfeld just – why are 90s sitcoms just on repeat? All the time, just all the time, Joe. The '90s are incredibly popular, whether 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 you okay. like it or not. I I'm not talking about uh... whether you like it or not. The '90s de- generation are very popular because of millennials and because of of um so Gen Y, very very popular. Okay, whether whether you like it or not, the '80s are popular. The heck, the '70s are popular. The '90s are popular. Mm. N- nostalgia is is everywhere okay whether you like it or not that's just that's just how the cookie crumbles okay well this has been another useless that's how the cookie crumbles um other other bad things um, oh talk about really bad we things. saw a terrible movie a terrible uh, film last night um some morbius i think that's what it's called um yes if, if i if i'm butchering it it's probably yes, actually it. gonna make it better m-o-r-b-i-u-s yeah, so this is a this is a this is a, this is a movie um, that for some reason for some reason has a seventy percent on um, the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes. I don't Tomatoes. think that's real. I think those are bots. I it has to be because because we are, um, we did not see the same movie. So Morbius is a Marvel movie made by Sony. Made by Sony. There's your first problem. But look, still there, there's no excuse. I I I I, I am look, I am at the point with with with, with movies. That when it comes to music, if you make a bad record, um, you know, you're first starting out, your first record, you can say, oh, well, the production wasn't there. Well, you, so what was your budget? 10 bucks? Okay, this, this kind of makes sense. Um, we, had rec- we had to record to cassette tape. Yes, we had to, we, we had to put it on cassette, then we had to translate from, from, <laughs> to from, track from, to CD. from cassette to put it on my 2012 MacBook Pro to do the editing. Yeah, okay, I can understand this not being polished all the way through. Um, whenever you're spending uh, upload upwards of a hundred million dollars for a movie, uh, there is no excuse. So this, this, this movie was, um, everything I don't want in a movie. It's everything I hate they in spent cinema. 75 to $83 million on this movie. This is a anti-hero story about a um, vampire, basically Morbius. Um, and it had the most. Okay, I'll read you the uh, the the storyline, right? So he, the 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 main character from this movie, Jared Leto's character, Michael Morbius, a dangerously ill, dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder, and determined to save others uh, suffering from his same fate. Doctor Morbius attempts to a attempts a desperate gamble. What at first appears to be a radical success soon uh, reveals uh, itself to be a remedy. P- potentially worse than the disease so that's the idea of this whole thing and uh, I... it failed on its face the, okay, 
I, I forget the score that I gave um, Uncharted. It was like a, like a one point three. Or I two. gave it. I gave Uncharted a zero, um, a straight zero. I don't. Um, but not can, even a light zero. A straight zero. Can we go and negative on a, the scale? No, no, no. I gave it a zero. So whenever I whenever I give out scores, I'm going off of the Anthony Fantano rating. I think it's very easy to understand. Okay, five is neutral. Anything above five is a degree of how much I liked it. Anything below five is a degree of how much I disliked it. Okay, five is lukewarm. Five is neutral. Um, I gave Uncharted a zero out of ten. A, a zero. It would have been a one if at the end of the movie you hear um, computer and program and like Picard and Worf and Data and Riker are all like getting back in their uniforms and are like, all right, guys, same time next week. Okay. And then go back to go back to the bridge, and then the movie just cuts. And it's, but instead of cutting to like the Uncharted music, it's 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 it's, it's the Star Trek music, um, and it's like, oh, we got you. It's a Star Trek film the whole time. Gotcha. <laughs> um, that or if it ended like in Ready Player One, and he, he he takes off like the Oasis glasses, it's like, wow, that was awesome. Same time next week. That's a better film. Like to me, that made more sense. To me, that's or if it's like, <laughs> or if. <laughs> Um, you just see the goggles come off, and it's just Mark Zuckerberg like, being like, "Wow, what a cool first test run!" <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Meta, and it's the Metaverse movie. The whole <laughs> gotcha Metaverse movie. There were so many moments in this movie, Morpheus, that, that actually caused me physical pain. <laughs> like I physically was in pain of how bad it was. Um, so it, it follows the, the the typical Marvel storyline of 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 introducing a new character. They quickly shuffle through the the origin story, the backstory of who the character was and how where he came from. Uh, I think I think they spent a collective of five minutes telling us his backstory. It was the most shuffled, uh, you know, sped up version of a backstory or origin story of this character. It didn't make any sense. The movie opens with a he's landing on a helicopter in front of this cave in front of all these bats, and then you know. The bats come up to him, and then, and then you know, you know they they do the the George Lucas swipe. <laughs> it's twenty five years later or earlier. Um, you know, he's in this hospital with this rare disease, and then he meets his brother, uh, or his you know blood brother. Get it, blood brother, vampire, <laughs> the bloodsuckers. <laughs> I caught on to that. Anyway, so that that's where he meets uh, Milo, or his real name is Lucius. Anyway, then it, then then suddenly he is this the. Then Jared Harris's character, which his name was what, uh, Doctor Nichols, Nicholas. Anyway, because he he suddenly fi- discovers that he's this genius because he puts a, uh, a the a spring from a ballpoint pen in a machine and it saves his kid's life. He's a genius. And then years later, he uh, comes up with synthetic blood. Don't ask any questions. How he did that? Where do you go to school? Don't ask any questions. How do you, how do you even create synthetic blood? Is this even possible? Uh, don't ask questions. Just how does Uncharted have a ninety percent from the audience? This is not real. This is not because, real because it is based. This on is not game. real. I, 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 but then but then he suddenly creates this magic potion that's going to alleviate his suffering from this rare blood disease, and. And, and lo and behold, because he spliced some genes from some bats, he creates himself into a vampire. And then his friend gets the, gets the magic potion. He becomes a vampire, too. And the whole movie just spirals out of control. The CGI was so terrible. When he turns into the monster, it looks so bad. It's so bad. 
And it's just, it's a very generic, watered-down version of a Marvel movie. I, I'm, I, for one, am shocked that Marvel wants anything to do with this movie. Like, it, because it was made by Sony, and Sony does not have a very good track record of making movies, why, 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 why the studio gave this a green light is beyond me. But wasn't this movie delayed for, like, two years? Yeah, something like that. So you can tell there was just, the way it was edited, and the re, you can tell that they had to do some reshoots and stuff. It was it was awful. It was awful. And the character, the one, the, the one, the uh, police character, uh, Agent Rodriguez, so was trying so hard to be funny. The and comedic relief. The, the one thing that uh, Marvel movies does that I really dislike a lot is the injection of humor where it's really <laughs> unnecessary. The, the, the puns, the jokes they put in, in places, it's just, it's unnecessary because every studio and every movie since then has followed this model of, well, we got to inject humor in every, in every possible moment. Like they, like all the unnecessary humor that was in Star Wars, like it's, it's not needed. But every single moment of this guy, every moment he had of, of word of lines was him trying to, to land a joke and it failed every single time. Every single time it failed. Like, dude, stop. <laughs> I, I, I leaned over to Andrew and I said, st- make it stop. He's not funny. <laughs> Where I lost it was whenever he, whenever he started flying. Oh, oh, that's the best and part. And they, I'm not to spoil it, but like he flies at one point and the only, the only, thing, the only thing that I could, I could think of was uh, um, that bit from the Critical Drinker. It's like, how can he fly? Don't know. We're not going to explain it, but, he, but he, he can fly. Well, as soon as he started flying, I said, you know, a little explanation <laughs> nope. as to why nope. this is even possible would be nope. nice. Um, no explanation there. Also, the ending scene with all the bats and the um, subway system just, just completely rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, not from the standpoint of it offending me. Um, but it it, insul- it insulted my intelligence that that this is how the film ends. Um, I did not enjoy this film. This was a bad bad movie, uh, and, and not and not even in a bad way where I can be like, oh, I can have fun with this. It's just so, so bad. It's not like um, the room, right? The Room is a terrible film, but I can laugh along with it because it's so bad. This makes the room look like Citizen Kane. No, no, no. But no, no. What I'm saying is that. This is not an enjoyable bad film. It's just, it's just a bad film. It's it's a terrible. This is uh, among the worst super. It's the worst superhero film I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and it's not even like a Batman and Robin superhero movie. Where like the George Clooney Batman movie, that's a bad film. But I can watch it and have a great time because it's, it's 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 funny. It's fun. It's a funny. It it it, it it it's so bad that it's funny. This is just bad for being bad. I did not enjoy this. Um, I'm feeling a strong one to light two on 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 this one. I gave um, what Batman a seven or eight, and I gave Uncharted a straight zero. So uh, we're I have not seen a good movie this year. I have not seen a movie that uh, like like I said, I was telling you this last night. I have not seen a movie in theaters since Four versus Ferrari and since Joker that I'm like, wow, that was a good piece of cinema. That was a, that was a, that was a fantastic movie. I have not seen a good movie since then, which is why when I said initially that I have more faith in music than I do uh, movies because crap like this. Yeah. Crap like this. The fact that this thing has a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, a, a, a 3.8 out of 5 stars on Rotten Tomatoes, um, it, 
look, there has been a lot of good albums that have come out this year so far. And, um, you know, so a lot of good music has came out this year so far. And I have not seen a good movie this year. I have not seen a good movie. Um, I thought Batman was 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 was, was good. Decent. It was a decent film, but I've not seen like a truly just like wow. This is this is this is a gr- I I find I consider this fine cinema. You know, uh, Martin Scorsese got a lot of heat for when he compared Marvel movies to uh, theme parks, theme parks and roller coasters. Um, I think that's largely true to some degree with a lot of Marvel movies, uh, especially like I don't know, uh, Endgame was just self indulgence to the highest level. Um, but I think I think it's ultimately true with movies like this because you know you're excited to get on the ride and then and then as soon as the ride's over you feel immediately feel disappointment because you waited so long to ride <laughs> on a minute and a half ride. Well, that was it. I waited. And that for was this. it. And that's the way this movie feels. The only caveat is though is that you're on an old wooden roller coaster and you're being banged around. It's causing you physical pain to be on this ride. That's what this movie feels like. It's it. it there were several moments where. Um, I, I buried my face in my hands because I was in so much pain. Um, and it's, it's, it was beyond, it's just, it's stupid. It, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like the fact that he has to, to feed on blood because, you know. Well, well like he's a vampire, well, so it, that but part. But it doesn't make any sense though. Like, is this even, this, it's so out of the realms of possibility that you have to suspend all of your disbelief and all you have to throw your rational brain out the window, have it run over by a dump truck and lit on fire to to actually understand what's going on here, to, to give the... the, the just, um, I, I just... I was, I was seriously trying. I was trying I to was find try- something genuine. I, I wanted to enjoy the movie because I didn't watch any of the trailers. I, did, I, knew, I know nothing about this character... I, I, quite frankly, I don't follow. I don't read comic books. I don't follow the Marvel universe, the MCU, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I, I have been so burnt out and jaded, and I feel violated and disrespected from other Marvel movies. That's like, what I said. I said to that film. I was, I, I was like, man, I feel violated from movies like Captain Marvel and um, the Wonder Woman 1984. I felt physically um, um, uh, harassed. And assaulted by by those kinds of movies, this just takes it to a whole other level. I feel like I've been murdered, like like legit. I've been murdered and I've been resuscitated, and I I'm suffering from PTSD. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same way. Um, yeah, strong one to light too. That's what I'm feeling. I'm giving it a negative one. Negative one. So worse than Uncharted. Worse than Uncharted, because there's there's nothing to follow. Like, the origin story, the background story, has been done well in other Marvel movies. Like, we can look at Iron Man, you can look at Captain America. Those stories have been done well. The The background story of the characters done well. This was just like, oh yeah, he was a kid once and he has this disease. Moving on, reason- he is now this world-renowned scientist. Don't ask questions about how you can just magically create... You know, uh, synthetic blood, and, and guess what? It's blue, not red, so you don't get the two confused. Um, I, I reason why I gave it higher than Uncharted because, um, it, at least, at least with the Jared Leto's acting performance, it's a passable performance. No, it's not even that. No, I, I would say, I would, say, I would say the acting was passable. Um, besides, 
the one um, try-hard cop, and then Milo, the enemy. I'd say, I'd say, other than that, the acting was passable. Not good, not great, not even, not even okay. It's passable. Did, 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 did they play the roles? Yes, that's all I'm looking for. Um, whereas Uncharted, there is no redeeming qualities to any of the acting performances of that movie. There's nothing redeeming of that. The acting. reason why I give Uncharted a higher score is because I actually enjoyed it because I was laughing at it. This, there was nothing to laugh at. It just hurts. Well, well I laughed at a pain. <laughs> you were laughing with because of your pain i was laughing out of pain i was just like oh gosh why why do we do this to ourselves <laughs> why did i waste 15 why did i waste 15 dollars on this can i get a refund i i i was i really did want to ask for my money back can you can you can you even do that i don't know but it may it's an hour and 44 minute movie but it managed to feel like it was four hours long yeah <laughs> like it what, felt when longer will this than ever ba- end it felt it, it felt longer than batman honestly batman was like close to three hours but yeah, man, one to two. That's what I'm feeling. Um, got anything else, Joe? Um, yeah, don't go see more. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't go, yeah, see, don't go it. see it. Go see something else. I, I don't go. know. There's not a whole lot out there, really. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is out there. You can well, go we will be definitely waste your time with that. There's a film called Cow. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a documentary. I don't, there's just nothing. There's just literally nothing out there. Isn't the there a new Jurassic Park movie coming out? Yeah, but you know, you know that's gonna be a, a, a two to a three. Aha, the movie. What? Um, that's a band? movie about the band Aha because they made like three, three good songs. They only have the one good song. Uh, they have like they have they have one or two other good songs, I think. Um, yeah, there's that. But yeah, um, honestly, you're you are better. You 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 are better. You're you are better off, um, listening to this podcast while staring at your ceiling for an hour and a half than you are going and watching Morbius. And that is not, um, that's, that, that is, that is not to build, to build us up. Um, in fact, that is just, that is just, just to, to compare on, um, how, on how bad, uh, that film is that this show is better. Um, that's just, that's, that's like saying, Oh, we're, we're not, so we are just slightly a better, so here we go. Standing Brothers show slightly better than Morbius. That's our new, uh, <laughs> new title for it's the show. Line. Tagline. Something well, long. guys, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed what you listened to, which if you did, uh, Lord help you, um, you can consider um, supporting us on Patreon. Five bucks a month gives you early access to every single episode, so you can cringe along 24 hours um, before before people on Spotify and Apple Music. If you do listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music, please be sure to follow the show there and leave us a five. Give us a ten. Give us a ten. Give us a good review. That really helps out a lot. You can buy a T-shirt at our Teespring store, and you can follow my Substack. Um, speaking of Substack, I actually am working on another music review here soon. So be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for probably Friday of next week, or sorry, Friday of this week for that to come out. Um, I did write a piece about Dr. Fauci, and I did Ooh. post my exactly. And I did post my thoughts on the Olivia Rodrigo record. Because um, I do have the vinyl for that, so be sure to read. Be sure to read the um, the thoughts about that at there. And also, I don't know how to link it yet, but I do have a album of the year account now. So if you just want to know my thoughts on more more music reviews, you can I'll find a way to link that, or you can find a way to. It's just Jacob Standridge on album of the year, so you can find me there. I'm I'm kind of posting 
whenever I listen to an album, kind of just posting a score there so you can see what I'm thinking about music out there. Um, but yeah, shoot us an email. This Jacob Standards at protonmail.com is the best way to reach us. Until uh, Friday, I guess we'll just see you later. Have a great week.